Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. How small sats could make a big difference for NASA and NOAA by Sarah Scholes. Information from space has historically been the province of the rich and powerful. Big Earth-observing satellites can cost hundreds of millions of dollars to build and launch, and the price of their data scales accordingly. Scrappy scientific upstarts have, for a while, been building small sets to get orbital data on the cheap. And while a single small sat won't give a small company or nation-state all-seeing powers, if you put a bunch of them together to form a constellation, you can get rapidly refreshed information on the planet. Now those commercial constellations are powerful and numerous enough that the feds are taking an interest, with both NASA and NOAA currently navigating pilot data purchase programs. Neither organization is looking to outsource all its observations. Both agencies fly their own substantial satellites, and NASA sometimes makes its own little ones. But since capable constellations of small sats are beaming down data about the planet, all of it for sale, why wouldn't federal science agencies take advantage of the abundance? The National Geospatial Intelligence Agency has already seen the value in that and signed data subscription contracts with Earth imaging startup Planet, and it has long bought high-resolution data from giants like Digital Globe, as has NASA. There's a reason, though, that science agencies haven't fully bought into the hype yet. Commercial small-sat companies can be capricious. They may come and go, or their data may change in quality or format, or not be up to snuff. NOAA, responsible for things like daily weather forecasts, storm warnings, and long-term climate monitoring, operates its own fleet of 17 larger satellites, with some in the flagship GOES series valued around $500 million each. The agency isn't interested in replacing all its innate assets or their data with commercial small-sat stuff, but it is interested in augmentation. And so, as part of its commercial weather data pilot program, the agency issued two contracts to small sat companies Spire and GeoOptics in 2016. In exchange for just over $1 million, they were to provide NOAA with atmospheric data, not necessarily so NOAA could learn about the atmosphere, but so it could learn about the data's potential value to NOAA's weather forecasts and warnings. The program kind of halfway worked. 
By the time the performance period concluded in April 2017, only Spire had anything to show for itself. Its small satellites had spied on GPS signals using a method called radio oculation to detect slight changes as the signals streamed through the atmosphere, revealing information about temperature or moisture in the area. GeoOptics didn't actually launch any satellites until July 2017, which is several months after the April deadline. NOAA had been planning to announce round two of the pilot program in 2017, but in September the agency determined that was not in the best interests of the government or the program and anticipated delaying till later in 2018. NOAA officials aren't unconcerned with the risks commercial smallsat data poses, a position they expressed as reported by Space News at the American Meteorological Society meeting in January. Officials don't know, for instance, whether a given smallsat constellation will remain afloat and whether its weather data will stay a similar price. It makes sense that NOAA, in particular, keeper of the National Weather Service, would be cautious about launching into private smallsats. For the longest time, weather has been completely handled by the government side of things, says Dallas Kasabowski, an analyst at consulting firm Northern Sky Research. Meteorology needs data solid enough to pin predictions to, and sometimes it feels the only way to get a job done right is to do it yourself. And the reason government agencies are interested in small sats is also their cause for concern. There's money and innovation and tons of data to be digested, but it also means companies are still new-ish. They're switching up hard and software and merging and buying and being bought. All of that shifting makes it harder for agencies like NOAA to quality-assure data. The Earth observation space is very competitive, says Kasabowski. It's changing. Companies are changing hands or consolidating. There's often that kind of a threat. For instance, Google acquired an Earth observation company called Skybox, which then became Terra Bella, which was then bought by Unicorn Planet, which sells data back to Google, which also buys data from Digital Globe, which is, as of recently, owned by the same company that also owns SSL, which has built satellites for Planet in the model of Terra Bella. Despite the downsides, other agencies can throw themselves into commerciality with more abandon because their responsibilities aren't the same. Take that space agency, for example, whose mission is more simply scientific. In December 2017, NASA asked Earth observation companies that are already flying small sat constellations for their DEETs. Instead of dictating exactly what it wanted, NASA also asked them what they could give. We're letting them kind of drive that show, says Sandra Kaufman, deputy director of NASA's Earth Science Division. Later that month, the agency had gotten 11 responses. Just a year and a half ago, in a similar call, they got only five. Although NASA can't say which companies threw their sats into the ring, Kaufman says the agency hopes to have contracts in place with some of them in March for a one-year pilot project. There's mostly only upside here. If the data is good enough, NASA can augment its home-built capabilities without having to construct, launch, and maintain its own constellations. There is a catch, though. NASA has a free and open data policy, says Kaufman. NOAA does too, which is why you can get any GOES images you want, anytime you want, except when the government is shut down. Companies, of course, may not be so happy about free access. After all, NASA buys their proprietary data and then gives it away. No one else really needs to press purchase. How much is it going to cost if we would like to distribute the data more broadly, says Kaufman. The other questions, of course, are about how good the data is and how reliably it's delivered, same as NOAA would like to know. 
Both agencies are approaching the small set industry with varying degrees of question and caution, but this business direction, away from providing everything for themselves and toward paying for someone to provide for them, is the natural order of space things. The Obama administration made big strides toward outsourcing things like space launches, with the Trump administration following in step. And while the small sat industry is less developed than the rocket industry, a little push, courtesy of Big Brother, could help the industry mature faster. Because the government is a big customer, but a tough one. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.